again and welcome to Amadeo Dispatch. If this is your first time, we want to welcome you. We are currently in the middle of a series. The series is the Upside Down Kingdom. And tonight we're on our third point. But our first two points was in order to become a leader, you must become a servant. And our second one was in order to gain life, you have to die to self. Tonight we're going to be talking about... Da -da -da -da. To become rich, you must give money away. And here, if I have introduced my husband, Brett, and I'm Tasia. Did I say that earlier? Okay. Well, I'm Tasia. He's Brett. We uh, have been tossing this around for a few days. And I had an approach, and she had an approach. Yeah. And then we sit down here to do it. And we kind of had to combine our approaches. And so basically, it involves what do you consider rich what do you um what's your definition of rich and she has no idea about this but we're going to start off with a joke okay so there's this very wealthy man who uh he's getting ready to die he's done great things in his life god's provided him tons of money he's built hospitals and treatment centers and taking care of orphans and before he dies, he's talking to God. He said, listen, God, I know it's kind of against policy, but, you know, I've worked hard all my life for you. Is there any way I could just take something with me to heaven? And finally, God consents. And so this guy has all of his belongings converted into gold and put in the suitcase. And so when he reaches the pearly gates, he uh, meets St. Peter. And St. Peter says, yeah, I've got a note here about you were bringing something. Can I see what it is? So he sets the suitcase up and... Uh, St. Peter opens it up and he looks and he says, you, you brought pavement? Um, so that might be kind of um, a way to define maybe what you think of richness is. is uh, sometimes the things we think of makes us rich aren't necessarily the things that really makes us rich. Mm -hmm. So um, peace of mind, comfortable. Um, you see a lot of rich people who are lonely, who don't have anybody. And so how, how rich are you really if that's, you know, by yourself? You can buy anything you want, but who are you going to share it with? And God doesn't like us comfortable. Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> We've lived a life for that. Yeah. So, um, it's it's kind of one of those deals of where do you, where do you price your value? Um, is it on a family? And I mean, we, we are comfortable in our living and we've worked very hard to create a space that if you didn't take a vacation, you'd still be happy at home. Um, you know, you're not just two weeks out of you're ready to leave and, ah, you know, we're comfortable at home where this is where we want to come every night. This is the place that we want to be. And it's all God given. Everything that we've got, the good Lord has provided. Mm -hmm. And it's just one, uh, We and this is a little deal, we had a hiccup. Right around Christmas time, um, we're in the foster care program and there's money deposited into an account to take care of our child. And we had a card that got put wrong on an order form and overdrafted an account. And so by the time Tasia got it all straightened out, she's like, hey, I got 50 bucks during the next two weeks, which for her is kind of hard to do uh, being out the way she is. And I walked out to the mailbox and pulled out my Christmas bonus from work. I mean, it was just that quick. It was just mm -hmm. right there. He knew that was coming. Mm -hmm. um, and so you just got to trust in him to take care of it. And he always has. And you've been good and consistent about tithing. 
the yeah. church here lately. You've really exercised that. And I can honestly say um, our last placement, we talked a little bit about in our previous episode um, that we had to find better care for because um, we learned that we weren't equipped to help him as much as what he deserved. Um, somebody had instilled in him tithing. Mm-hmm. So when he received his allowance and it wasn't much it was it was seven dollars it was seven dollars <laughs> but he wanted to give that that uh that dollar uh back to the lord and that was that was very touching so tonight is uh or today whenever you're listening to this is a continuation of what pastor stan jones uh, taught about in church on Sunday on eleven twenty one. So if you want to go back and review that, Light in the Wilderness Church has a Facebook page. You may be on uh, Light in the Wilderness Facebook page or a YouTube page, and you can just scroll back through and, and find that sermon. But he talked about Judges three thirty one, which Brett is going to read. <clears throat> it's a uh, Shamor becomes Shem Shamgar. Shamgar. I will butcher the name. I'm sorry. <laughs> Shamgar becomes Israel's judge. Um, and after Ehud, 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 Shemgard's son of Antha, rescued Israel, he once killed 600 Philistines with an ox goat, mm-hmm. which, by the way, is a stick to poke an ox. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's, you're kind of strolling through your head thinking, okay, what's this got to do with um, being rich in God's way? Um, what, what Pastor Stan shared with us was is that what 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 in your life's worth fighting for? Um, and this this was his land. This is what God had given him, and this is what he was fighting for. He killed six hundred Philistines with a stick. Uh, I believe he said it had a point on the end mm-hmm. of it. Um, and so he was being a good steward of the property that Jesus, I guess, loaned him would be the best term because you know everything we've got is loaned to us. It's not it's ours, but it's God's. It's kind of like the truck belongs to me in the bank. Um, and so where, where, what is your point? Where, where are you at and what are you willing to fight for? Um, but the main thing we're focused on tonight is, is getting it. Um, are you in favor with God, uh, and giving your, your part and receiving from him, his part, um, and then you taking care of his part, um, being a good steward. I'm, I'm in a position with my job that um, I have to be a good steward of the properties that I that I help take care of, and where to spend the money correctly, and where to you know spend it for the best value. And so, it's that way with everything. I mean, whether it's in my home life, my work life, um, it just you know we are responsible for that. Yeah. So. Um, <clears throat> and along with that, he emphasized it's God's money anyway. It's God's land anyway. It's God's property. All of it's God's. So when we're, um, oh, I had a joke. You had a joke? I had a joke. Mom joke. Mom joke. Well, I actually put dad joke in the okay. notes just to make sure, but I'll just go ahead now. You ready? Mm-hmm. You need a drum roll. Can you do a drum roll? Are you at a brick wall with your tithing? Mm-hmm. Do I need to put like a box? Who <laughs> got those? So 10%, 10% of course, uh, in layman terms, what we think of 10% really is of our 
paychecks. And depending on who is teaching, a lot of people, uh, teachers will say 10% of your salary or 10% of your, what you bring home. Some people teach about net. Right. Also, what he said is everything. It's your time. It's your talents. So one of the things that, that I try to remind myself quite often in my prayers is, um, and, and this is this is something hard for me, um, and I may be getting off track and we may mess this up and have to come back to it later. Um, when I was raised, mostly Baptist and Methodist, is that you're praying for everybody and in return they're praying for you. And so I was never taught to pray for me. Um, and so that's something I've had to learn in probably the last 10 or 12 years is that I can't necessarily, you know, you get on Facebook and something's going on and, oh, prayers, 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 prayers. Once you've committed to that, you're bound to that. So how many of those people are actually saying prayers for you? Um, but you you do have to pray for yourself. Um and one of the things that I'm, I thank the Lord every chance I get is that I wouldn't have the job I have today if it wasn't for the skills that he gave me mm-hmm. over the years. Um, a lot of knowledge has been passed on to me in the last year. A lot of tough doing it the wrong way has been passed on to me. You know, I had to learn that the hard way. And so I have to thank, my, thank God every opportunity I get that he's the one who gave me the skills that I have in order to earn this mm-hmm. in order to give back to God. Um, so that's, that's one of the things, if you're talented and everyone is in some way, uh, kind of like we talked about with being a servant, um, you've got a talent and he gave you that talent. And so it's important that you thank him for that talent. Mm-hmm. Um, or I mean, you would, you wouldn't be able to perform your job if you didn't have that talent. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, that's one of the things I had to, to to really learn in my struggle and learning the right way to pray. And, and there's not a wrong way to pray. I mean, you talk to God, but you got to you got to pray for yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and it's not being selfish. It's just that if you're not doing it, who is? Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so you you've got to ask to be the better person. You got to ask to have you know work on. Don't work on patience. Never, never work on patience. Just maybe pray to God that you're less impatient. That's kind of the back door to that. But if you ask for patience, Lord, he will thump you on the head for a while. Um, so. So to circle back around uh, on tithing in the 10%, I think I was probably, I'm not going to reveal how old I am. I'm old, but probably my lid mid to late 20s is when I really started to feel convicted about the 10%. I wasn't raised in a church from an an early age. Um, I was in and out of church quite a bit. I didn't have a church home until my early 20s. So mid to late 20s, I started tithing and it was hard. Stepping out in faith and believing that God is going to help make your ends meet is difficult. And I had to start out by just doing a little at a time. It wasn't necessarily the 10%, but it was a percent to get me into that mindset. And it doesn't matter if it is, you know, you're bringing home $2,000 a week or you're bringing home $200 a week. 10% is 10%. 
And if you can't do 10% of $200, you're not going to be able to do 10% of $2,000. So an idea of richness isn't just in money either. We talked a little bit about our home. I read a, a, an article that really changed my point of view, and I shared it with Brett several years ago about creating a home environment that you wanted to come home to, that you wanted to see your spouse, that you felt comfortable in, and you look forward to coming home to every day. There's so many people out there that save their money for and I get it. Christmases, you have your Christmas fund to make sure that you're compensated, but you're saving that money all year for one day. And other people do it for vacations. They save up for cruises. And I'm not saying these are bad things or not, but if you create an environment that you like and that you thrive in, that 10% could be of your time. Several years ago, when we first started into foster care, we served in a ministry through Mercy Ministries mm -hmm. with Central Baptist Church. And we made, I don't know how many trips down uh, to Monticello to the campus down there just to witness and to serve the foster parents, the, the house parents and the kids down there. And it loved every minute of it. And we went, we it was usually a weekend trip. There was one or two trips we went that we had a special invite to that was a week long. So we dedicated that 40 hour vacation time to that specific time. But most times we would travel down on a Friday and we would get off work maybe a couple of hours early and drive down there to have uh, dinner or supper with the, the houses that we were in that weekend. So we are in a position now where we get more than enough overtime and we get more than enough PTO. We don't necessarily, unless we really wanted to, to take all that time and invest it into a ministry somewhere, donate our time, donate our talents. We, uh, we took a weekend and went to New Orleans to a, a ministry down there that served the cruise ship workers. That's yeah. all they did. Uh, cruise ship and cargo containers um and we New orleans a, port ministry we had a ball down there and i mean at certain points you got done for the day and you were able to go out and you know we get where's the best place to eat or where's the best open markets or um we did that one weekend and we're talking about doing that again um but we're, we she was talking about comfortable here um on the back of our house we've got a small little 12 by 12 deck that's back there. Um, she's spends a lot of time mm -hmm. during the spring and summer and fall back it's my there. Happy that's where place. She a lot of her Bible stuff. That's where she does her schoolwork. That's it's an, an awesome. I mean, it came with a house. We didn't have to invest in it other than we bought the house. And so this has been a little corner of the world where she can go and be in nature. I mean, to me, the the easiest I have talking to God is being out in the yard. I mean, I'm by myself. I'm doing a project. You know, I can talk to God all day long. Um, but but what we want you to, to analyze here or think about is where, where do you find your riches? Uh, where Shamgar found his and his property, his family. Um, I've been very fortunate. I've got a family that has been there for me my whole life. Um, so I'm very fortunate and rich in that. Um, 
I'm not going to say that I'm not struggled most of my life. We we have, but in the last ten years, we've learned more. Me has learned um, the better way to pray, the better way to tie, the oh, better oh, way I've to been be, there too. The, be, the better way to you know to be closer to seek God's mm -hmm. um, treasures, um, and so it's a growing experience. And I hate that the kids today aren't don't have the knowledge I have at 52 years old, you know, uh, it's like, you can tell a kid and pound it in their head. You need a good credit score. You need a good credit score. The good credit score, you can get anything. It's took me 50 years. Uh, and I wish that knowledge could be thumped and stuck right through their ears when they're 20. So um, another point that Stan made yesterday is use what you have. That's been a big one for me. I grew up in secondhand clothes and there's nothing wrong with that. And since I can remember shopping for new furniture was at the secondhand store. Uh, appliances were at the the dent place, you know, the ones, the rejects that were sent. And so, well, what was it? We're still searching at the secondhand store. We are. And even with this podcast and getting it started, God is going to use you if you want to be used and to kind of correlate with what he said. If you don't do it, who will? And necessarily, it's not that it won't get done, but it's more along the lines of, are you going to be willing to let God use you? That 10% of time. It is the 10% of time. God wants to be in your life. God wants you to experience new things. And it's what well, we mentioned earlier about stepping out of your comfort zone. Podcasting is not something that I am very familiar with. And I'm kind of having to educate myself and to do research along the way. But I've discovered talking with our, our pastor. Our pastor has a background in drama. He's able to give tips and pointers about our backgrounds and about our cameras and whatnot. And we have a great media team that's able to also help with graphics, that's able to tell us what programs, software that we need to use and what platforms we need to be on. And even today, like the church was, this position that we're in, we're kind of worried about lighting. I have a whole ton of photography stuff, lights and whatnot, that I just put in the car for new other podcasts, other episodes that are coming up. So the, the old saying is, he don't uh, call the qualified, he qualifies the call. Yeah, yeah, that's more along the lines. That's what I'm trying to say. He He's not going to have you go out on a limb to put yourself into limbo it's more along the lines of trust do you trust him enough to be able to follow him with that 10 percent? and you know it's not near as hard as what it used to be in old testament times because old testament times it used to be you sacrificed the best meats and you gave the best crops and Sometimes firstborn firstborn yeah so nowadays it's hard to think about those things. You think, oh, our ancestors did that. But nowadays, you know, especially with inflation, what are you looking for? Cash is hiding. Yes. In, first, case, first 
in case you hear snoring, we have a Shih Tzu. He's 13 years old and he likes to put his 10 cents, his 10% in there <laughs> too. What do you think is worth fighting for? What What is valuable to you? My family probably would be my number one. Um, I've been through situations where I've had to start from the ground up two or three times and it's been done. It, it, it when, when you get to a point where your back's against the wall and this is your option, then you start realizing that really wasn't that valuable anyway. You know, I hate to lose this or I hate to lose that, but I'm going to live without it. Uh, and I've had to do that a couple of times. Mm -hmm. uh, we both have. And so, uh, material things are just material things. I mean, I learned a hard lesson with a with a pickup truck that was the pride and joy I'd ever had. I got to keep it a year. Um, and once it got wrecked, I really got humbled with, I might have taken a little bit too much stock in that truck. Um, so now my truck is a work truck. That's what it's here for. Uh, and it's a nice truck. It's the nicest truck I've ever owned. But there's more important things in life than that truck. Um, we were very humbled by the Jesus car yeah, <laughs> um, for yeah. more than a year. Yeah. So um, probably family would be the biggest thing. Church, God, family. Um, that's probably going to be the biggest fighting points that I consider. Mm -hmm. um, and that's probably something I need to work on. Um, fighting probably a little harder for God than what I'm used to. Uh, it's 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 coming it's come, come to the point where we're going to have to say i am a christian i'm a follower of jesus christ mm -hmm. you're going to have to stand up and say that um if not then deny 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 so simon peter mm -hmm. when the rooster grows yep i just keep circling back in my head and I don't know if it's worth fighting for. I have a fear of our house catching on fire. It's probably an un unhealthy fear, and that's terrible. We're both volunteer firefighters, and we didn't <laughs> probably shouldn't tell this, but we didn't have a fire extinguisher in our kitchen until we opened up as a licensed foster home. But I have all of my pictures. If you heard that, that was cash. I have all of my pictures right behind our front door. So if access to the front door is available, my pictures will be gone, will be out. And our keys are right there too, to pull the vehicles away from the house also. People used to laugh at me because I lived in a trailer and I, they'd send the tornado siren out and I'd go grab a gun. And they're like, why are you grabbing a gun? I never thought of the gun. A gun. Well, probably the thing I've got that is worth something. So mm -hmm. if I lose everything, here's a start. Uh, and that was always kind of my thoughts about that. Um, was Never thought about that. <laughs> so that concludes episode three. We're glad that you stuck with us with the third episode. And we hope that you will come back when we continue on and conclude this study and leadership on our fourth point. So don't forget to like and share. Um, 
put a comment in for us if you have any questions if you have any ideas about new episodes we're more than willing to listen and keep in mind this is just the third episode yeah we can't go nowhere but up right <laughs> we hope 10 <laughs> percent of our time right see you guys later